Hello, hello, you are listening to Lyrical Audio Candy Tour. This is where we explore books, poetry, and quotes that please every taste. So, come on, let's go. Literary treats await. Good morning, everyone. This is Allie Moon. Thanks for joining me. It is 8.48 a.m. on 2-19-2023. This is not going to be an official official full episode. This is just more of a let you know what's going on. I've been away a little while. My mind has been wrapping around candles, really. I've been trying my hand at making candles. Yeah, trying to create different fragrances. I've been a little bit of a mixologist. And um, just the whole process of learning how to make a candle and then testing the scents that I'm creating and testing the different types of wicks that are out there. I'm using um, soy wax. So ah, I'm learning all kinds of terms like cold throw, hot throw. Cold throw is like when you first smell a candle, you're like, hmm, it smells good. That sells the candle, right? And the hot throw is when you light it and the fragrance emits into the room. And that keeps the customer coming back. Because you can have candles that have great cold throw but not great hot throw and that is what I'm experiencing right now which is so frustrating (laughs) so frustrating so I'm actually trying to troubleshoot why I'm not getting a very strong hot throw I think it's because um so I've been heating the wax up to about 180 and they were saying 185 would be better, and then you add your fragrance immediately at 185. I've been stirring the two minutes, but honestly, I, I don't think I've been heating it up hot enough. It hasn't been getting hot enough. So that's one issue that I'm going to correct. And what else have I learned? Um, what else have I learned? I don't know, it's getting hot in here. <laughs> It's getting, it's getting crazy in here. I tell you, um, I've dropped some serious money on some fragrance oils, but the most exciting part of it is creating the scent. So you can buy pre-mixed fragrance oils and that's perfectly fine. And who knows, I might go that way, but I literally have been trying to be my own, uh, fragrance creator. And as you know, I'm scent driven and I'm scent addicted. (laughs) So all the layering of perfumes that I do every day kind of is playing into my, it's kind of lending itself to my candle making. So I'm enjoying it. I like, I'll buy the purest of fragrance, like P&J Trading Company is a very expensive fragrance oil company. Double the cost of any other company I've researched personally. And uh, so they provide like um, singular fragrances. So in other words, if you wanted to make um, whatever fragrance it is, they sell the individual smell. So if, if you want watermelon, you're going to get watermelon. It isn't a mix of something. It's a pure watermelon scent. So if you're a mixologist like I am, you can get that, you can mix it with lime, you can mix it with lemon, whatever you want to do. 
and then you create your own candle. So, but when you put these different fragrances together, you think you know what it's going to smell like, but you don't know until it actually is lit. And when you're working with soy, you have to let the soy cure for a week before you light it. So that's been the most like this delayed gratification thing. Oh my God, it's been driving me crazy. And my son is like, no, mom, no, don't light it. (laughs) I'm like, but I want to. And yeah, so anyway, that's what I've been doing. Um, Eventually, if I can actually create a candle that I'm happy with, which I have created one that I'm happy with, but I'm not going to tell you what it is yet. I've created one that I like, like severely, and that I feel is successful. Um, But I want to keep this momentum going. Uh, I eventually foresee myself going on Etsy and maybe selling these. So that that's in the works. I'm also working with my sister who is learning how to make soap. So this uh, twin powers, you know, twin powers unite kind of thing. So I don't know. It's a, it's a dream. It's a, a wish, but I do have a plan. So then I will reach my goal. The baking has been put on the back burner, so to speak. Um, because I've been so focused on this and there's a lot to candle making. There's a lot to it. And the people that do it successfully have been through what I'm going through. It's all trial and error. I'm in the testing phases and, uh, obviously you want to put out a good product. So people come back. Um, there is something else I wanted to say, but I, oh, I'm just blanking out. Hmm. Yeah, it's a t- I mean, it's the type of thing where it's like, at first you don't succeed, try, try again. And that's really what I'm doing. I'm trying and trying and trying. And um, for example, there's this one candle that I made where I named it the certain name, but when I lit it, it smelled like something different. So I'm not going to tell you what I named it at first, but then my son says, Mom, this smells like buttered pancakes. <laughs> so not what I put in there. Not what I put in there. And it's so interesting how you think you know what it's going to be, but then you light it and it's something different. So very, very interesting. Very interesting. So I know there's something else I want to say. It's on the tip of my tongue, but I can't get it out. So let me pause this and think about this. Okay? Hang tight. Well, it didn't come to me, but I will give you some candle education. Okay, so when you buy your candle, you want to make sure that you have plenty of time to have it lit for about two hours. And I'll tell you why. Because a lot of times, if you light your candle and you blow it out after about a half hour and you keep doing this, you're not going to get the whole entire top surface of the candle burnt melted sorry wrong term melted that's called the melt pool and if you continually just light it for small periods of time you're going to get something called tunneling and I'm sure you've seen this before where it seems like it has like this outer ring of wax and then you keep lighting it and you just keep getting this like (laughs) tunnel effect um which is okay I mean 
it's not the end of the world or anything like that, but you're missing out on a lot of fragrance, right? So for your initial first burning, you want to burn it for two hours. A good candle will burn, I'm sorry, a good candle after two hours that has the appropriate flame, the top layer will be completely liquid, well, like wax, liquid wax on the top. After two hours, it should be completely liquid, okay? If it's not, then that means that the flame is not hot enough. It's an inappropriate wax, sorry, inappropriate wick. I can't talk today. Inappropriate wick. It's so inappropriate. Um, So then the candle maker has to decide should I double wick my candle? Maybe I should. That's why you see like a lot of handmade candles, they double wick things because the wicks sometimes are just not strong enough. Um, another experience I had was I've been experiencing, experimenting with wood wicks. I don't know if you're familiar with wood wicks. Wood wicks are basically a piece of wood and it kind of crackles a little bit as you light the candle. Like it's kind of a nice sound and I really love woodwicks. I'm addicted to them. A beautiful thing about a woodwick candle is that the flame is going to be more intense than a regular wick, like a cotton wick. And so there's really not a huge worry about it being enough. You know, it's like you don't necessarily have to worry that your woodwick is going to be enough to give you a good melt pool. Um, because it's a very strong flame surface area wise, it's almost like a double flame. It's almost like a double wick really. And so, um, I'm kind of loving the wood, the wood wicks, but I will let you know that if you cut that thing down too low, like they say, some of the internet sources say, cut your wood wick down to one eighth. I tried that and it would not stay lit. So I would not recommend cutting your woodwick down to one eighth. I would say one fourth is probably good enough. And uh, buy a candle trimmer. If you don't buy a candle trimmer, it's effing hard to cut your wicks, especially if they get down to the very bottom. So yeah, treat yourself to a wick trimmer. My mom gave me one for uh, Christmas and I thought, when am I ever going to use this? Well, frick, that was like one of the best gifts I ever got. Because I'm using it like all the time now. So anyway, the other thing about woodwick candles is, you know how you end up with like this black soot on the tip of your candle? Cut that off before you relight it the next time. So you won't get these black flakes in your candle. Have you ever seen that? Yeah, that's annoying. So um, these are little tips of the trade that I wanted to share with you. Who knew that your lovely uh, <laughs> literature literature lady was so into sense and now she knows so much about candles. Yeah, it's only going to get better. It's only going to get more interesting, I guess. Um, okay, another topic I will tell you in the next segment. All right, I got to wrap this thing up because I got to get to work. But uh, yeah, it's been an adventure. Even making the labels for the actual candles, just troubleshooting everything. 
going on this website called canva.com. It costs money to make these beautiful labels per year. So if I uh, decide to go through with this, it's an investment. And uh, I can create these beautiful labels and then troubleshooting it through my printer has been a you-know-what. So it's, you know, kudos to the candle makers that are successful at this because it is from start to finish, there are so many details you have to worry about. And if you're using the high, high quality oils like I'm using, it's double the cost. So... I mean, I could go with the lower cost oils and maybe eventually I will. Who knows? Because a lot of the successful companies do. But right now I'm using the high cost oils and they're expensive. I mean, one bottle of 100 mils is almost close to $20 and that doesn't last very long. So candle making is very expensive for the, the hand crafter, the home crafter. Uh, maybe not for Yankee Candles or Chesapeake Bay or any of those. Um, I've also been experimenting with dyeing candles as well. So I have this dye technique that I've developed, and I think it's really beautiful. Um, it really gives a beautiful effect to the candle. Now I have to master that hot throw. And so, oh, that hot throw, it's... Uh, I will figure this out because I'm very tenacious. <laughs> All right. You have a wonderful day and I will catch you guys later.